You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Welcome to The Strong Room. I'm Peter Watts. We're about done for 2017, so all those plans you made to get your financial house in order are still valid. They just have to become a part of your resolutions for the new year. They should be an important part of your new year, too, if only because of the pending changes to federal tax rules. Remember that an estate plan is very different from a will. A will is only a distribution of assets at death. An estate plan is a blueprint that emphasizes protecting assets, maximizing wealth, and minimizing taxes, all goals you want to achieve during your lifetime. Good estate planning tries to address the what-ifs that are an inevitable part of life. It tries to provide the answers, or at least address the options. And it rarely is an exercise that deals with only one person. There are always others to be considered. Preserving peace and harmony in the family is a great starting point for the conversation leading to a good estate plan. McMillan founder and president Sherry McMillan now on how one family dealt with building an estate plan. It was a beautiful couple down in Lethbridge. And they had a very large estate and they were lucky enough to have grandchildren when they came to see us. And so the mother wanted her wealth to go to the grandchildren because she felt that ultimately she had already helped the children with post-secondary education and they were doing well in their own right. And she really thought that they should support the needs of the grandchildren. Well, the father, on the other hand, had a different belief system. He felt, well, we'll give it to the children and then they can decide how to govern it. So you can see, we wouldn't want to design an estate plan with dad giving money to the children and mom giving money to the grandchildren. It might slight the family or actually cause a little bit of a feud between the parent group. And they had never completed their estate plan because they couldn't come to a compromise or figure out what to do. And for us, it was very simple because we do this on a daily basis. What we said is, why don't we do it this way? You own half of the estate. And the other person owns half of the estate. So why don't we, as a couple, give 50% of your estate to your children and 50% of your estate to your grandchildren as a succinct mom and dad and grandparent group so that you look like you loved everyone equally and ultimately nobody will feel slighted. And so when they came to that conclusion, they got a good chuckle out of it because it was pretty simple math. But when you're in it and when you're trying to figure out your desires and your wishes, you're quite attached emotionally often to your ideas and that's great and what we have to do is account for them and find the compromise between a husband and wife to design appropriately were the grandchildren involved in the decision or were they just the recipients of the grant well our point of view is that we don't involve the children or grandchildren when mom and dad build that plan and the reason we don't is really it's their estate to design and have authority over and we share all the options with them through that educational process and once they employ the plan that they like and make the final decision what we'll often do at that phase is involve the children on a concept basis or grandchildren if they're of age It's not to dispute or debate, is that the right plan? Because mom and dad are deciding if it's the right plan, but it's to get feedback. And sometimes the feedback actually causes or creates a need to go back into that plan and make a minor adjustment. And we're doing that, Peter, because we want families to have harmony. And if we know that we can easily solve a matter based on how a child feels, 
Um, sometimes we do, but also sometimes we don't. And that is because the parent group has the authority to determine their estate and how they will use it in life and how they will transfer it. I always say to parents when they're giving this contemplation, and also I say this in our family meetings once we're working with the entire family unit, you know, in Canada specifically, the parent group has the right to spend all of their estate, bullfighting in Spain if they want to. And, you know, it's really a gift if our parent group chooses uh, to transfer their affluence to us. It's not an entitlement in law here in Canada. So the parent group will be deciding how the estate will be split up among children and grandchildren. And it will be the parent group that takes the responsibility for ensuring that a sudden affluence on the part of the next generation or two generations removed doesn't create problems, whether it's drugs, whether it's some other type of addiction, whether it's divorce, whatever it is, the parent group still has the initial responsibility. After they're gone, that responsibility obviously is passed on. But at least initially when the plan is being created, it is the parent group that decides how any social inaction or social problems within the family unit uh, are handled. I think it's truly a gift from parents' points of view to design it and give guidance to the family unit on how you want it distributed and when and what the parameters are. Because if you leave it in the hands of your children, they're in a disadvantage before they even start because they're on equal playing field. So siblings, nobody is in charge really, but they will honor the parent group's beliefs and values out of respect for the parent group if that direction has been laid out for them. It's much more challenging, you know, to take direction from your big sister who was always mean to you when you were a little kid. And so you you really do give a gift to your children by laying out the parameters and the rules. And then everybody's just following them. It's not like they're designing them. They're just listening to the parent group. How are these two families today? Norman, that the that we've talked about on the program, um, uh, the uh, the physician first of all in his group, um, are they uh, a happy unit that uh, is enjoying retirement and uh, comfortable with the plan that's been put together for them? Absolutely. Uh, you know, and the thing that they realize is that a plan is in place. Uh, it gives them a lot of certainty and clarity. They know, um, you know, at, at this point, uh, the way uh, certain assets are going to be handled, um, you know, they're comfortable in, in the way uh, their investments are, uh, are providing uh, security and, and growth for their retirement. Um, and, you know, they're still focusing on, on trying to reduce those taxes uh, on, on a long-term basis. Um, but, you know, of course, uh, going through this planning process is help them realize that this is something that's fluid and this is something that's uh, going to be changing in the future and it's something that they have to uh, always be engaged in and, and reviewing um, to make sure it adapts to the future. And the family in Lethbridge? Oh, this family, it's a fantastic outcome, I feel. You know, one of the things about blended family, Peter, is there's always suspicion when a new parent comes into the role of, oh no, are they nice, first of all, and are they a good person? But the next facet we all do think about is, are they going to take the estate away from the original family unit? And I think by doing appropriate estate planning, it gives the entire family assurance that the relationship is based on a relationship. It's not based on what somebody brings to the relationship. And then there is an ability for people to get to know each other in an appropriate way, not on a suspicious level. 
it's amazing how good the discussion can be when emotion is minimized. That's right. And harmony is an objective of every family we work with. And the reason for that is obviously you can replace assets. You can buy a new bond. You can buy a new mutual fund. What you can't do is buy a new sister or brother or grandchild. So it's fundamentally important that we design in a manner that's respectful and that ultimately keeps harmony or builds harmony in that family unit. Another myth about estate planning is that it's only for old people. A good estate plan can be just as beneficial to a young entrepreneur and can provide an added benefit of having assistance in building a business available. Jewelry designer Kate Huco found that out when she sat down with the McMillan folks to talk about her growing business. What does <laughs> McMillan provide in terms of professional expertise that gives you confidence to be an entrepreneur? They really understand the financial side of things. You know, they'll carry me through the good times and the bad, especially with Sherry being such a good client and believing in the product. It's nice to have that on my side. They run a full service operation, so I feel like they're, they can be there if I need them quickly. I've got three small children that make time I just don't have that luxury of time right now. And, you know, their staff makes it very easy uh, to make sure I have what I need. You're in the midst of developing a business and growing a business and probably not thinking too much about 20 years down the trail and and where you hope that business will be. Exactly. Because it's day to day for you right now. Yeah. But do you have a plan of where you want it to get to and, and, and how you want to get there? You know, it's... I obviously, you have those moments in your life where you sit back and you think, I do need to plan for the future. And you you try and put everything in place, but, you know, all of things will, especially being an entrepreneur, finances are going up and down and up and down. I'm in the red, but then I'm really in the green, but then I'm really in the red again. And every time I save something, I end up having to put it back in at some point. So I think um, having f- somebody focused on your long-term goals is really important. Because that's something that when I'm in it, I can only see the short term. I'm not, I can't see the big picture because I'm trying to manage the short term issues and responsibilities. We'll continue on The Strong Room in a moment on 770 CHQR. 